This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please give us a call here at 877-269-0839, 877-269-0839, or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com, send us an email, give us a question, we'll be happy to address it on the air. Joining us this morning, as always, he's here, he's clear, he's Tony Shore. Well, I don't know about clear, but hey, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's early yet, but yeah, I'm here and I'm excited to be here, Travis, because I know we have a great topic today, and you've got a lot to talk about. Uh, I've got a lot to uh, learn, <laughs> so it's a great. We make a great uh, a, a great duo here. We make a great team. Uh, I've been really busy, Travis, headed into the holidays. It just gets so busy this time of year. How about you? Have you been keeping busy? Uh, I I have been as busy as a one-armed paper hanger. <laughs> a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs? No, that's nervous. Yeah, we're oh, we're not nervous. we're not okay. nervous. Uh, if you have okay. a plan, you tend you tend not to be nervous. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, so no. Um I told you, that that may hanger. be a Georgia thing, Tony. That may not be a Minnesota thing. So, uh I'm sure the the Georgia <laughs> listeners that heard that went, "Man, I know how busy that is." Uh for those in Minnesota, then eh, not so much. Yeah, I know. I've heard the one-armed paper hanger yeah. before. Well, there, I, I there's that. also another another take off of that, but it's obviously uh, where we run a PG show here. So, oh. uh, yeah, we, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna keep, keep it clean. We're gonna keep for the that kids. keep that clean for the kids and uh, yep. and grandparents. So, uh, yeah, but no, we've uh, we've been doing doing well. Um, uh, I actually uh, took my wife with me. Obviously, you know that I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a huge uh, advocate for the outdoors and and hunting and fishing and my wife took took her hunting for the first time Tony and uh, she actually uh, she actually got a deer it was it was pretty cool so um, had a little time for free time and then uh, of course uh, we've we've obviously enjoyed and and continue to enjoy being able to be a resource for our clients and for those who uh, we come in contact with so yeah can't can't complain at all and i've even had time to throw on a few uh, christmas movies in the background as i've been cooking as i told you uh obviously those who've listened to the show more than once know i'm a big fan of a few things one's hunting two is coffee calf blend from black rifle and the other is cooking and uh also smoking and grilling so i uh, been able to throw a few things on the uh on the barbecue and uh, throw a couple of christmas movies in the background so yeah there's 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 no moss on me, my friend. Yeah, you've been keeping busy and doing some of the things you love to do, helping people with their finances, uh, smoking and grilling the meats and uh, cooking. I love it. So uh, speaking of Christmas movies, before we jump into your topic really quick, 
What's your favorite uh, Christmas movie? One, a couple, one or two Christmas movies that are your favorite? Oh man, that's tough. Uh, you know, it's it, from my childhood. Obviously, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's just, you know the original with Boris Karloff, not the yep. not not the new one with Jim Carrey. Don't yep. get me wrong; it's okay. Um, I'm actually also a big fan of the Christmas Story. Yep, and a Christmas, a Christmas story. story. That's one of my that's um, one of my favorites. And of course, everybody, and it's kind of one of those. It's just a, it's just you know known. Obviously, Christmas Vacation. You know, you you can't make it through yep. the season without watching that. Um, and let's see. Let me let me think of a. You know, it's not a. It's not primarily a Christmas movie per se, but it is a holiday movie per se. Um, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. That's actually a Thanksgiving movie. Right, right. That's what I said. Yeah. It's not it's it's a it's yeah. a holiday movie. It's not exactly yeah. a Christmas movie. That's one of my favorites too. Yeah. But- uh, my my top 2 would probably be I think the top 2 are Christmas Vacation and A Christmas Story. They're both comedies. And of course, uh there's other classic Christmas movies. I like I always like a good uh like um a Scrooge, Scrooge. You know, a Christmas yep. Carol, a Scrooge um that's also one of my favorites, but it's always fun to watch those movies. Now let's jump into today's die hard. Topic. You can't forget oh, Die Hard. Well, <laughs> that's the controversy. That's the big joke. Is Die Hard a Christmas well, movie? Well, I, I think you. I think, I think you, it is. You got to have a. You got to have the argument that it could be. Um, if you yeah. think it's a it's a Christmas movie, then it's a Christmas movie. If you don't think it is, yeah. then it's not. So, uh, I guess it's all in our perspective. Sure. <laughs> So what are we talking about on the show today? Well, in in keeping with the Christmas spirit, uh, I've had a few conversations with clients uh, over the past few weeks, and I felt like uh, just in this this title just came out of the came out of the blue literally minutes ago. You know, I was I was thinking, you know, uh, what I need to do is is help clients understand that depending on who you get advice from will determine whether or not you have coal in your stocking come Christmas time. And if you think about it, it's, it's really, it's really one of those things where we don't want to make the wrong decisions. And if you're on the naughty list, you've made the wrong decision. So let's keep you off the proverbial naughty list for retirement by, by understanding a few things. So, um, <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the things that I, I'm a real big advocate of, and I actually have uh, Google alerts for certain keywords, especially retirees, retirement income, et cetera. And uh, anytime any articles are posted on the web, I get a notification. Hey, you know, check this out. Check that out. And uh, I actually had a uh, an article come up this week that I thought was really interesting. And it was from Market Watch. It was from a gentleman named Brett Aarons. Uh, I've read his stuff several times. Brett Aarons, A-R-E-N-D-S. And, yeah, I've read some of his yeah, articles and, too. And, and he typically, I mean, he's he's pretty interesting. I, I don't really agree with, uh, with, with the article that I read, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, the article was basically titled... Uh, um, don't contribute to your 2020 IRA until you read this. And what he was referring to was, you know, there's always the debate. Do I contribute to my Roth, which is taxable this year, tax exempt in the future? Or do I contribute to my traditional, which is tax exempt or tax deferred, I should say this year, but taxable in the future on any income that it produces. And the argument 
Tony was was made, and and it was a I think it was a it was a fair argument. I don't think it I think it was more one sided, uh, but it was an it was basically talking about the fact that a lot of times retirees uh, and they've been told over the the last 30, 40, 50 years, you know contribute to your your pre-tax accounts and whenever you get in retirement you're going to be paying a much lower tax rate so when you take it out obviously good tax arbitrage if you defer at 20 percent you take it out at 10 that's good arbitrage and I, I agree with that but the problem is you're not taking into account in this article all the other stressors that we're going to have to deal with over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And let's face it, you know, the the reason that Hallmark's one of their fastest growing demographics is the over age 100 birthday cards is not because people are dying sooner. It's because people are living longer. So if you really think about it, uh, it kind of hopefully should resonate on the on the surface if year one is all we're talking about and as we talked about there's about eight thousand days in retirement if you remember from a few shows back if you're just talking about day one dollar one then yeah i would probably agree with what he's saying is in the first few years of retirement we're going to be paying a lower tax rate by default uh, simply because you're obviously going to going to stop working you're going to start drawing social security income which is not taxed as aggressively. Uh, you're probably not going to have the same expenses. However, I, I really, I really think that's a farce because I meet with very few clients that say, "Hey, I make six thousand a month, but we can live off two. Um, that's generally not going to be the case. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. So, so what what you're really what you're really talking about is is what's how is it effective for you in the Roth and. You know, I did a little bit of, of research myself and basically just did some tax, just literally put the numbers in the in the uh, federal tax return uh, in TurboTax. And basically, let's say that you have uh, a couple that has, let's say, a, a $20,000 pension. And let's say that they are they are drawing 35000 of Social Security benefit and they have $20,000 in distributions from their IRA. That's about 75,000 in income. That that would be approximately $6,200 plus or minus in in monthly income, which is not exorbitant. I mean, that's it's not uh, obviously the poverty line, but it's not exorbitant. I mean, there that's that's a pretty normal retirement, I guess, range for those first entering retirement. And if nothing else changes, Tony, their their potential real effective tax rate could be about five, four to six percent. Let's just give it a range because obviously, you know, somebody's going to say, well, yeah, but I can I can itemize or I can do this or that. So four to six percent. But what what that doesn't show is the fact that obviously Social Security is going to be taxed at a at the uh, provisional income rates, not the ordinary income rates. So as in as uh, inflation begins to rear its ugly head as i hope everyone out there knows that just because inflation is is low right now that does not mean this is going to this song's not going to play forever right eventually eventually right. the music's going to stop and you're going to be all looking at one chair um, inflation is not something that's going to remain static it's not going to remain ultra low 
So as we age and we need more income, and that could also be a factor of your RMDs increasing each year, as you begin to take more income, obviously you're going to do what? You're going to start breaking some of those glass ceilings. You're going to, yep. instead of paying zero tax on your social security, you're going to you're going to have up to 50% counted for taxation. You're going to have up to 85% counted for taxation. So uh, at the at the outset, I do understand where he's coming from. I really do. And I want to I want to give credence to both sides. If you're just if you're literally just looking at one year, two years in the beginning of your retirement, I think his his uh, reasoning would probably resonate with you. But if if you really, in my opinion, think like we do in that you've got 15, 20, 30 years to retire Yep. What is compounding going to do? What is uh you know your RMD increase going to do? What is the the glass ceilings that you're going to break along the way in social security going to do to your taxation? Are you going to stay in that 4 or 5 or 6% federal or effective tax rate? The answer is probably not. And that's why I say be careful who you get your advice from because you could get coal in your stocking instead of the gift that you want, which is a low tax rate, right? So so think about it like this. Um, it, it, are we saying whenever, Tony, and, and you know the answer to this, are we saying, am I saying that I want everyone in, in the sound of my voice to only have Roth? No. no. What, what we're saying is, you need to have tax diversification just the same as if you have investment diversification. The reason you don't put all your eggs right. in one basket, it should be very apparent, right? Because not all things are going to go up or down in the same year. You want to make sure that you're able to to withstand some of the the Mar February and March uh, periods, the 2008s, the you know the 2000 through yeah. 02, the dot com crash. IPOs are getting a little bit overvalued. I, I keep hearing tech bubble 2.0 coming up. Don't know if I agree with that, but that's that's what they're saying. Um, sure. So tax diversification is not that I want everyone in in the sound of my voice to just have Roth. What I want you to do is think about it like this. If if you take the same couple, Tony, that I just mentioned, where basically they're going to be paying and they're they're just turning uh, or just entering full retirement age. If you take that same couple and you literally out of that seventy five thousand of income, if you interject just ten thousand of Roth income, it literally cuts their taxes from thirty three hundred to about twelve hundred in tax. It cuts two thousand wow. dollars off of their tax just by taking ten thousand from Roth. Hmm. What you're doing is is you need, and I've I've said it on the uh, the show on WSAV, uh, you know, on the bridge. I've talked about it on here. You're really looking at your retirement and your your planning like a game of Jenga. You you've got to have the blocks to withstand and to hold up, so that even if some of your blocks get taken out, not by your own fault, but you know through increase in taxes, through market volatility. You've got to still be able to have a structure that's going to stand. Yeah, and that's a that's a great analogy, Travis. You have to. I think your point today is you don't want coal in your stocking. So sit down with a financial advisor like yourself, Travis, so you can look at a person's. You can look at our listeners, what they have saved for retirement, what they have in insurance products, what they have in four hundred one ks or IRAs, 
and what type of taxes uh, those accounts have and what kind of effect that's going to have and take it all into consideration along with inflation and healthcare costs. There's so many factors. I mean, it's easy to write an article and it sounds good. And I know you and I both like this writer. He, he makes a lot of great points, but you cannot, uh, that only works in a certain uh, time frame and for certain people. Well, the reason I bring it up, Tony, is is so many times, and, and I'll, I'll give you a great example. Uh, so many times, uh, and I read an article from Barron's, um, it talks about the five types of retirement savers, and it says, which one are you? Well, um, you know, it talks about ambitious risk takers, cautious preparers, optimistic dreamers, purposeful planners, uncertain strugglers. And and I think that also is is a little bit uh, I don't know that you could really silo everyone into those five categories. But I will say this. There generally are, are a few types of retirees. There are those that uh, obviously uh, feel very strongly that they can figure it out on their own and what happens is the reason that you have a financial advisor, a reason you have a trusted advisor is because it's not it's not that you're not intelligent. It's not that you you couldn't treat it like a full time job and probably do fair to to OK. It's the fact that you are basically entering a phase of retirement when you do enter or a phase of life in retirement that when you do enter it, you, you're basically entering it with less than the knowledge you probably need to be successful in the beginning. And I'll, I'll give you a great example. I had a very, very good conversation with a client this past week. And, and I really enjoyed the opportunity to just give them a free piece of advice. And that's really what it was. I didn't charge them for it. Um, I, they gave me their situation and there was a social security strategy that, and I'm not going to mention it cause I don't want to, I don't want to give any indicators of who, who this may have been there may be listening, but, um, social security, there was a strategy that they were eligible for. Uh, and it was going to basically mean maybe an extra five, 10, $15,000, depending on how soon they exercised it in extra income. Now I, I'm not saying you're, you're, you want to play the system or game the system, but the system is what the system is. And they were eligible for this benefit. Well, I explained to them what it was. Tony, they went to Social Security and or actually called them, stayed on stayed on, on hold for an hour, went back and forth. And the person on the other end of the line told them, that's not true. You can't do that. So what do you think they did? They called me back. They said, hey, uh, Social Security said that we can't do what you said. So guess what I did? Uh I went to the Social Security website, pulled up the section in the Social Security rules that said you can do this, this and this. Mm -hmm. It was exactly what I said. But I went to Social Security <laughs> and found it and gave that to them to take back to Social Security because the person at Social Security did not know that that was an option. So my point is an advisor is not there to to take anything from anyone as far as, you know, it's not meant to emasculate any anyone. It's not meant to 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 put them in a position where they're not in control of their finances. Actually, having an advisor means you are taking control of your finances because a good advisor pays for themselves by the amount of mistakes that you don't make. And giving you the the knowledge and, and using the three best letters in the English uh, language in the alphabet, OPM, 
other people's mistakes because there's probably people that have made the mistakes or made the decisions that you are going to make. And why not shorten the learning curve, learn from them and be able to implement those in your plan and keep you from getting coal in your stocking this Christmas season? Tony, I don't know a better way to explain it. Well, yeah, and I think that's that's a great point. Obviously, um, <laughs> yeah, some people. It depends on who you get. It's so subjective because you call, you get, you talk to one person. Well, at you the don't. Social you Security don't know. Office, if, you don't know if they say one thing. Yep, you don't know if they've been there three days. 30 days, three weeks, three years, 30 years. You don't yeah. know who you're getting on the line. And uh-huh. that's the reason why I tell you, research, information, those are your friends. And if if you don't know where to go get them, no matter how savvy or how how uh you know how brilliant you believe you yourself to be, there could be things that you are letting fall through the cracks that basically could mean thousands of dollars in retirement, positive or negative cash flow. The problem is, do you know that the information that you're getting is the information that you need? In this situation, this couple literally was taking the word of the organ of, of the Social Security Administration. And only after I actually pulled the section and showed it to them, did they say, oh, holy cow, you you were right. And I was like, well, I know I'm right because I've had an exact situation like this before. So because you've done this, because you've you've done done it before, it's just like a doctor. It's just like a doctor. It's just like a dentist. Chances are they can look at your x-rays, but if you sit down and tell them what's going on, they probably can diagnose it without any of the other tests or any of the other details. That's because they've seen it in the past. And that's the same thing with an advisor. That's the reason why I do what I do. It's because it's a way to shorten the learning curve. And that should be the sixth type of retiree. It's those who are savers, who understand that there are those that have made mistakes in the past and a good advisor will help you eliminate or completely avoid some of those in the future. And that's only going to add dollars, which only makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a great point. And that just illustrates your overall theme for today's show. Uh, watch out where you're getting your devi- advice or you might end up with coal in your stocking. There you go. Year. And I think I think that's a, a great theme and something to watch out for. You need somebody with experience who can look at the big picture and say, no, this is, this is a mistake that uh, – could happen and no that's not correct so i think that's really great travis but we're almost out of time uh why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation absolutely tony uh for those who are who are are actually in the category of of having maybe maybe not a a complete uh, total lack of understanding of retirement, but those who know that that they kind of like a when you're when you're a child. I don't know if your your parents ever told you this. They said you're just you just have enough information to be dangerous. Uh, like when you're fi- oh, yeah. when you're fifteen, sixteen. I've heard that. I, I've heard that. Yeah, that just recently. because you've got your driver's <laughs> license doesn't mean you get to go out and drive NASCAR. Um, so, folks, if if 
this is you in this holiday season, really and truly, don't let coal be in your stocking. Make sure you make the good or make the the wise uh, decision. Know who you're getting your information from. And if, if this is something that is troubling you, don't let it trouble you any longer. Give us a call, 877-269-0839. 877-269-0839. Give us a call. Travis Chance at CFG Wealth Management. All right. Thanks, Travis. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 